Breakfast Cereal is a podcast about the podcast Cereal, featuring Katya Delgado, Matt Jackson, Hajar Sykes, and Manuel Lubinus. Each week, we'll get together for breakfast and discuss the previous episode of the podcast Cereal. understand the appeal of the Cirque du Soleil thing. It's, it's magic. I mean, I get it. It's physically whatever, but I, I don't care. It's neat. So what are you go to Vegas? Not for the shows. I only go to Vegas for work. <laughs> you, you got your Vegas dress? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got my Vegas dress. I have my, uh, my standing reservation at the Palms. Um, I'm a DJ there. Oh, right. Yeah, in in my room. And um, Vegas you know. dress makes me makes me think of an episode of The Office where they had Casual Friday and Meredith came in a tube dress. Yeah, she kept pulling it up or down and exposing different parts of herself. Yeah, that's fun. That's uh, I think we should institute that here. Yeah. Um, Stretching the tube de- dress. On one of the shows, what show was it? It was like the Mindy Project or something, where they work in a doctor's office. The girl wanted to have no scrubs Tuesday or something like that. Because you don't want no scrubs, but the scrubs, you know, so. Uh, that was kind of funny, I guess. So, I have no idea where Hajar and uh, Manuel are at. Um, I don't know if they confirmed or denied their presence here. Um, however, however, I do know that there is a lot of fun information Regarding the latest episode of, oh yeah, Fair is not going, Jar is not going, Manuel's not going, and now Katya has left the room. So, so here's the new, the newest news from our good friends at Serial, Miss Sarah. She posted on the blog yesterday a an announcement regarding season two. Oh yeah. I don't know if you read this yet? No. I but she has news. Um, they are changing the schedule. And so they'll only have new episodes every other week. How disappointing. I don't think so, because I think that leaves us a perfect bi-week time slot where we can take over the airways and be the number one rated show on the iTunes podcast. <laughs> right after actual breakfast cereal show. Yeah, right. Yeah. So we don't care about that one. That one's kind of lame. Um, but I, I even forgot my cereal this morning, so I have just lame fruit, and you just have tea or coffee or it's hot chocolate, vodka with, or whatever's in there. I don't live up to my Russian reputation. Yeah, you need to step up your game. Yeah, it's just hot chocolate with a shot of espresso in it. Interesting so choice. I basically, would be a mocha. I think. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't make the rules. I just break. Um, so yeah, so uh, we could talk real quick. You said you listened to the, the, the last episode. Um, I think there were a few cool things, and I think the next episode is where we're going to find out what the, the government of uh, the U.S. is doing, which I'm interested in hearing. It definitely gave a lot of perspective, David's story, and the relationship between the, the police and the... That was fun. That the was the fun. Pakistani police and the, the, the Haqqani, the Taliban, really interesting. Yes. That, but it, was, it is one of those kind of symbiotic relationships that you can see that dynamic happening where each one parasitic. needs the other one kind of. Yeah, parasitic is probably a little more accurate. <laughs> um, but the, the way that they, they held off, you know, Pakistan saw that they were holding off India from 
uh, being able to access Afghanistan, and uh, they also dealt with the Pakistani Taliban, and so they were kind of an intermediary there. But um, it just, just goes to show you that, shockingly, the media is not always giving you the whole picture. Oh yeah, I've I've heard that before. I don't know. Right. I saw that on the internet or something. That the media it must be true. The media kind of sucks. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm not part of the media, so I can't comment uh, further. Are you technically part of the media since you have a podcast? I am now that I have a podcast. Yes! So you've crossed over to the dark side. Now I need to get that access card where I can like go to Six Flags and get in line in front of everybody. Press. Sorry, press pass. <laughs> Gotta go. Have a podcast. So it's guys. either that or we just get the wheelchair and pretend one of us is injured. Um, that That's works. what Justin Bieber did. That works too. Yeah, well, I don't want to be... Yeah, oh man, am I Justin yeah. Bieber now? Well... Gosh. Oh. So, David's story was interesting. All the parallels between that um, and and Bo's story, even and, and even the stuff too that that Sammy um, came back with about the way they were treated at Guantanamo or at Bagram, and how the U.S. interrogators were asking them ridiculous, silly questions. Right. Did you Is, catch that? I did. Was it to disorient them? or? But to, that's or funny to... because they were doing the same thing to Bo. They were asking, remember, they were asking... Right, where do you where commanders do you, get your... Pro- how do you get your alcohol? We know you guys drink. We know you like to drink. Um, <laughs> so it was crazy to see the interrogation techniques that were similar between what we do and what they do. And who is the more extreme? They're saying they're treating Bo better than their guys were treating at Guantanamo or at, at uh, one of the other the, the other uh, bases. But That's entirely possible. Well, before he's escaped, right? Before they put him in the cage. They're saying this after he's put in the cage. They're saying this even during the time he's in the cage that they're treating him better. This episode, actually, I said a lot of... Disparaging remarks about Bo that I didn't really feel bad for him. This yes. one made me feel worse. Look at you. Yeah. The Grinch's the heart just grew three sizes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, there were a number of times, and even she said it, that if you can put the 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 story of his getting captured out of the whole picture, it's impossible that someone made it through what he made it through. But it's interesting that he purposefully s- s- makes himself stay in the presence instead of getting lost in the... Mm. Instead of just spacing out, yeah. Right, for for a kid with no experience or special training, he zeroed in on this, this coping technique. And that's, basically stayed sane. And that's the kind of stuff I think that they put in the little pre-roll before the thing starts where the one, you know, Mark is saying something like, man, who is this guy? Is he like special forces? Is he CIA? You can kind of, hearing the story, go, well, maybe there is more to this. Maybe there is some crazy cool, like, Tom Clancy story underneath here that, uh, that we really don't know into, about. He's really into war movies, and he's really into the hero story. Mm-hmm. So perhaps he did some research on the internet. Interwebs. Maybe he's just actually so delusional that he comes off as sane. I don't know. It's it's bizarre. He's a bizarre dude. He's very insane. interesting. Um. So, I uh, what else did I have on this one? I don't know. I was hoping for Hajar and Manuel's take on it. I know Manuel listened to it the other day. We talked about it. Um, but I don't know. They just don't care about our podcasting anymore. So this is probably gonna be a short episode. 
between Vegas dresses and, and other things. What else have you done? I haven't seen you in like two weeks. You had a new year, I guess, like everyone else. I, I had know. a new year. Okay. Uh, which was another date, like you it's said. true. Happy another date. It was a Friday. Which was fantastic. And then everybody was gone, so I held true. at the office. It's true. Kept things under control. You didn't set the place on fire. It was like home it alone. It was really difficult not to. <laughs> <laughs> home alone is a story where two people try to murder an abandoned eight-year-old. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for him, though. A little bit. For, I mean, you mean what happened to him after home alone? No, 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 no. I'm fine with him. He deserves whatever he got. No, poor Joe Pesci just got smacked in the face too many times. A lot, yes. Remember when he played that homeless guy on that one movie? With honors? And Brendan Fraser was like a college student? No. And the homeless guy was really smart? Man, that was an awesome movie. That was You Matt need Damon. to check that one out. No, no, no. That wasn't Matt Damon. That was that one with Ben Affleck. I'm confused. Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> Joe Pesci was <laughs> Joe Pesci played the slum dog, and someone, Brendan Fraser, gave him a million dollars. Are you going to play the Powerball tonight? No, no. I know. Are you allowed? Are you a legal citizen or not? I am a legal citizen. Okay. I have my blue passport. Um, I know too much about probabilities to play the lottery. That's the fun part, though. Fox News says we should all spend as much extra income as we have on lottery tickets. I do try to live my life the way Fox News. And that just tells you. Who Fox News is talking to? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we did talk about Powerball, but uh, the odds are one in two hundred and seventy-nine something million. I know. So you, I was thinking about the your odds of actually uh, dying on the way to get your lottery ticket are higher than hitting the the jackpot, and incidentally, that's what happened to a dude in Fort Worth. Really, somebody's already dead because of the Powerball. He went to get his ticket, and he never came home. You sure that's not just an excuse to leave his family? He's a, a older gentleman, from what I understand. So, I don't know. So, wait, is he just gone? He's gone, yeah. They don't know where he's at? No. Man. They're saying there's a, a huge construction uh, site or hole, and he fell into the hole. Maybe he's, he just hide, maybe he's hiding out until the maybe drawing. Just in case he wins, then he can be totally off the grid. And uh, exciting. Maybe El Chapo's got him. <laughs> <laughs> and there are only five states in the U.S. that would allow you to remain anonymous if you hit the jackpot. Was Texas one of those? I, I never looked it up. Texas, you have to go to Austin and get your picture yeah. taken. And, and okay. drag your giant check to the bank in front of everybody. That's cool. I don't know. I'm kind of okay Can with that. Can they actually ch- cash this? I don't know. Happy Gilmore found that out. Remember, he had a whole truckload of those checks. Um, I saw something that said that the biggest, if you win in New York City, you will also be the biggest loser because that's the person that will take home the least amount of money because of taxes. Still. Over 50 cents on the dollar, you'll be taxed. I mean, yeah, you'll still be you'll still be okay. And then I looked at another article breaking down the differences between taking the annuity or taking the lump sum, and uh, which which way you want to play the game, if you want to play the game that way. I would take the lump sum. Annuity would be like thirty-seven million dollars a year, which means you would be 
better off tax-wise if you took the Is annuities. It perpetuity? Thirty years. Thirty years. Yeah. I could live with that. It's not bad. The problem with the lump sum is you could invest it, even just basically on the stock market, and end up with three and a half billion dollars instead of one and a half billion dollars. Right. Over like 10 years, that's fine, but you would be taxed super heavily on that, so you'd spend more in taxes and whatever you gotta go. Either way, I think you're probably gonna be fine. You're probably gonna be fine because you're not gonna win this, the jackpot. That's correct, I know I'll be fine. Um, now, I will be interested to see if, like, a bunch of people win. I read a study somewhere that says that Powerball winners are no happier. Of course world. not. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy hookers and cocaine. So, <laughs> at that point, at that point, I don't think it matters anymore. Um, oh, man, I would go gamble the heck out of that money. Are you serious? I was in Vegas and I put one dollar in the slot machine and lost it immediately and I said, I'm done. I would let my wife gamble the money because she's the lucky one and I am not. Do you really think there is such concept as the lucky one? Absolutely. When you do statistics for a living. God, you bring that up so much. <laughs> what do you do for a living? Oh, statistics. statistics. Oh, that's neat. You must be super fun at parties. I am. I am. I am really busty. Buzz Killington. Yes. Buzz Killington. You are a wet blanket. They call it in America. In Russia, that's a jackpot. I <laughs> <laughs> only wish I could have a wet blanket. <laughs> Any kind of blanket in Russia, but although they would probably freeze. Have you ever? Have you ever lived in a cold climate? No. Were you... January in Texas is cold enough for me. Were you... Wash... <laughs> you wash? You wash. You've been here too long. Yeah, you wash your jeans, and you hang them outside to dry, and then you can stay in the Now, that happened one time. I went skiing, and uh, somebody's pants got wet and hung them outside, and they went overnight, and then got in the morning, and they were just solid. That was pretty funny. So what blanket in Russia there. is not a good situation. We're really all over the place today. Yeah, I know. We don't have Manuel. He usually gets... That's not... not that's it. It's, it is Manuel! Holy special guest! Wow. <laughs> Manuel has arrived. The podcast is saved. The podcast is saved. We are back on track. Tell us everything you know about this episode. And then I have special news that I don't know if you saw. Oh, my God. So, this is the Ring of Fire episode to me. Because yeah, he's singing that song. He's about the Ring of Fire. He's... Like I'm just I'm thinking this is now what the superhero episode because this guy surviving without actually getting crazy in all we those four years is just uh, it was just amazing to me that actually people say well you know if he survives he's thinking about food he's thinking about who's going to feed him not looking at time because he doesn't know what time it is it's yeah. one year is the same as one month one day it could be one month so you just don't know what's going on. So uh, what I like about this episode is the comparison that she brought the David. Mm -hmm. And bringing David to the story actually makes you understand this is actually true. This is what actually happens to them. He's actually dirty. He's actually without eating. Um, he's, he's sick. He's he, sick. He's, he's deprived he's, of the schedule, so he lives in a constant state yeah. of imbalance. Yeah, he's... Uh, he doesn't know how to handle this situation on that one. He's depressed. So I, I like the idea of bringing David there. That's, again, show the comparison in the narrative. is a way to validate the narrative from David. At the same time, 
bringing to the audience like somebody else who is not Bo and is not have all these strange things that Bo may be associated with. Um, and at the end, I think I also like the comparison of how actually the Taliban works and how those guys from the Taliban uh, work each other and, and kind of the whole network of the, of the what's the family name? The the yeah. So, which is an amazing thing. It's like the worst warlords and they are very well equipped. They work with the United States. They work against the Russians. They work against yeah. the... I like they call them the Sopranos. The Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was very cool. interesting to me. I like that she brought up that the Soviet Union had an opportunity to... Of course you did. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Were you, you, sti- do you do you do statistics? Were you waiting for me to bring it up? No. The Afghan mountains. Yes, you were. Geopolitics, uh, India, Pakistan. But a lot of people don't know about this. Right. I know. That we, the United States, helped build them. We did. We gave them money. Like the mean girls say. I practically invented them. (laughs) Okay. But you know, and she goes beyond. I don't know what she, she she said about how the why the for example ISIS or the Taliban uses the orange suits and how the comparison with Abu Ghraib and the prison and all those type of stories and how guys who Pakistan deported to the United States after that became actually terrorists after yeah. something. So that was kind of interesting part of the story, which is yeah. And, and what we'd said was that or I had said that the next episode is going to be on the U.S. soil. Like what's happening? What are what are yeah. What are people doing? What are what are the, the, the executives doing? What are they saying? What are they, what are they trying to negotiate? Who you know? How much do they know even? And about? the word on the street is they're not trying too hard. No, yeah. no. Apparently they're not. According to the little pre roll that we got from uh, yeah. from next week's episode. Now, so that brings us to the special announcement. Did you see the notice about the change in schedule? Yes, I saw that. I was a bit confused because I saw two schedules in my this thing. So there is no, one no, 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 not our schedule. Okay, no, their schedule. Oh no, I don't know anything about that. Just yesterday, um, I think yesterday was the twelfth, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. She so yesterday afternoon she says it's that anyway. because of all the information they're getting, the story going in so many directions, um, they're getting access to more key people okay. and more info. Wow, uh, which is great. They're going to be adding at least one extra episode to this season. That's good. Which is great news. Yeah. And to do it right, it's going to take some time. So they're actually going to be doing episodes every other week instead of every week. Okay. Which is fine. It's I'm good, good with that. that. It's good for I decided us. that's good for us because we can take those interim weeks and, and be the number one show during that time. You yeah. can show it all over. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that helps us too because we're kind of busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hard to work in every week. Um, so they said yes. that. So we had the the episode that came out um, this last week on like the whatever it was the seventh. The next episode of Serial comes out Thursday on the twenty first. Okay. So there's not one tomorrow. Perfect. The next one will be Thursday the twenty first. So for you listeners at home, uh, stay tuned. We will All have. Three of you. We have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like I. I mean. Yeah, so there's three. There actually are. Um, Grandparents. It's know, okay. Cousins. No, I can't let my parents listen to this. It's too. Uh, it's too filthy. And so, um, you know, stay tuned. Just keep How an are eye we out. Making the story filthy. Oh, it should be ashamed it should of be good. ourselves. Yeah, yeah, we are mostly. Mind your language, please. Seriously, you're the only one that's dropped a, a, a foul word in this in this thing. <laughs> no, this is all biology. You, know, you should not be it was afraid a quote. of biology. It was a quote, so it doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> 
All right. Okay. We'll back to work. We'll see you guys uh, in a in a week or, or two or just you know whatever. If if you subscribed, then it just downloads automatically. So just yeah. when when one shows up, pay attention, listen to it. It's probably going to be awesome. Sure. And stuff. Sure. Not yeah. judging Man. by today's episode. <laughs> Man, Manuel just says, "Yeah, sure, whatever. I don't care." <laughs> Not much shows up. But it's good. Yeah, that was okay. pretty fun. That was an exciting uh, event there. That was probably the highlight of the episode. Yeah. So. Good job, Manuel. Thanks for saving the day. No problem. Peace.